0: Hello and welcome to The Journey, the audio journal of a man working his tail off to achieve greatness in his life. This is a show all about the trials and the triumphs, the pain and the pleasure of producing a life of greatness that honors God, supports my family, and builds the community. What's going on everybody? I'm your man Marcus, a former pastor turned church communications consultant who is passionate about using social media. To tell life-changing stories that inspire and transform. I promise you, I'm going somewhere, y'all. And I want you to come along with me. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And welcome aboard. The U-version Bible verse of the day comes from James chapter 3, verse 13. From the Christian Standard Bible. Who among you is wise in understanding? By his good conduct, he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. I love, love, love the book of James because a common theme is, you know, you know faith without works is dead. A common theme is, you know, what is in your heart uh, has to uh, be manifest in your actions. Uh, you can't just say one thing and uh, do another. Uh, The consistency uh, is something that is uh, a definite issue in the body of Christ. And that's something that we as individuals have to fight every single day (laughs) of our lives. Um, And James speaks to it over and over again. And he speaks to it here. The, The emphasis here is on conduct. By his good conduct, he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. Now, let's look at it. Uh, from, from two ways Conduct We, we don't want to uh, Just look at conduct For conduct's sake Because that's what uh, The Pharisees Were all about They were all about Performance They were all about Doing the law But they weren't necessarily about Living The spirit Of the law So you can have uh, Good conduct You can have All the uh, All the metrics down But those metrics uh, Don't necessarily Mean anything If your heart is bad because if your heart is bad, then eventually that's going to be made manifest in your actions. And so we we have to be mindful of that. When I say conduct, when we're supposed to be looking at conduct, we have to look at, okay, how is the way that I live my life on a daily basis? How is that consistent or is it consistent at all? But. Uh, how is it consistent or is it consistent at all with, uh, the faith that I profess? If, uh, can somebody look at my life and can that be a commercial for Christianity? Can your life, can your life be, uh, a snapshot of it? Just be a 30 second TV commercial, uh, for somebody who is advertising the faith (laughs) would <laughs> you know? Could would Jesus be pleased to show you off in front of other people if He were trying to say, uh, "Hey, look at look at this life that you can have," you know, saying with me, or this is the essence of what it means to uh, live a life that honors me? Could Jesus use you in uh, in a thirty a second commercial, in a sixty second commercial? Uh, if not, then that's something that uh, we have to uh, evaluate and reevaluate. Uh, our our conduct is just a manifestation of what is going on uh, in our hearts. If we are being consistent, if if you say that you're a Christian, then it should manifest in uh, in Christ like living. If you are a musician then uh, if you're a professional musician, then uh, outwardly, you're going to be practicing. You're, you're, you're going to be playing music on a regular basis. <laughs> if, if you're a writer, then you're going to be writing on a regular basis because that is what writers do. That's what musicians do. You know what I'm saying? If you are a Christian, you have to do the things that Christians do and you have to do it with a good heart and a right spirit. And if not, then um, people are well within their rights to question uh, whether or not you are really sincere in your faith. We can't criticize people for uh, questioning the God that we serve or questioning whether or not we really serve God if our conduct is. Uh, Does not line up with uh, with what our mandate is and and with uh, the principles. And we get the principles of holy living uh, from the word of God. And so uh, that's just something we have to be mindful of. And uh, James just reminds us of that. The connection between faith and action, conduct and profession. Hey, what's happening? It's time once again for Throwback Thursday. Hashtag TBT. And uh, this week's edition uh, features a piece of content that um, I've never released before. It was actually um, something that I did for video that I ended up turning into audio. uh, Because... Uh, it, it was something that I wanted to uh, share not necessarily on a live stream, but just on a prepared video that that I wanted to uh, Have from my office to uh, encourage people and um, I just ended up never using uh, the video uh, But I, I had turned it into audio some time ago, and um, I hadn't really figured out how I wanted to use it um, until uh, I started uh, the journey here on anchor and I knew that uh, one of these TBTs that I was going to uh, use this piece of content and uh, the time is now for that. Um, this message is uh, something special I call No Compromises and it, it just comes from um, the, the, the passage in Exodus where Moses is going back and forth with Pharaoh um, trying to tell him to let his people go and Pharaoh was on the verge of doing That and then um, And then his heart Was hardened again And one of those uh, This was one of those times that his heart was hardened again And there was a very special reason why that happened And uh, it's, it's Something that I think can be very Encouraging for those who are waiting On something but that which You're waiting on um, We have to be careful About the form uh, in, That it comes in we have to be careful that what we are waiting on, that we just don't accept any version of that. But we have to to really make sure that it's God and really make sure that we're not compromising in thinking that we are um, accepting the gift that we we believe that we've been given because not every blessing comes from God. (laughs) But um, I I will let the uh, content do the talking here. And um, I just pray that this is something that is a blessing to you, something that's very much um, instructive to you, and uh, that you can carry on uh, your day and on the rest of your week and uh, the rest of the month and uh, the rest of 2017. God bless. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you all are doing well. I just wanted to share a short message of encouragement to you uh, today, uh, this morning, this afternoon, this night, whenever you uh, look at this, uh, because I heard something A few days ago that really resonated with me personally and I just wanted to share it with you because it really blessed me we as human beings thrive when we have some kind of routine and part of my routine uh, every single day is uh, listening to the daily audio Bible podcast every single morning and this is my third year doing that going all the way through the Bible 365 days in the audio version uh, every year and um, I don't see myself stopping uh, that routine anytime soon anyway uh, like I said this is my third time now going through uh, the daily audio Bible and um, I've read uh, a a great portion of the Bible many 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 times before but this is something uh, this is a passage that I, I never quite considered before uh, until a few days ago. And I just wanted to share with you because it's something that has really been resonating with me uh, in my life. Uh, If I can just read for you um, just a couple passages of scripture. Uh, The first one is coming from Exodus chapter number 10 verses 21 through 29. And I'm going to be reading from the contemporary Uh, not the Contemporary English, the Common English Bible. I'm going to be reading from the Common English Bible. That's Exodus chapter 10, verses 21 through 29. And it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand toward the sky so that darkness spreads over the land of Egypt, a darkness that you can feel. So Moses raised his hand toward the sky, and an intense darkness fell on the whole land of Egypt for three days. People couldn't see each other, and they couldn't go anywhere for three days. But the Israelites all had light where they lived. Then Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go, worship the Lord. Only your flocks and herds need to stay behind. Even your children can go with you. But Moses said, You need to let us have sacrifices and entirely burned offerings to present to the Lord our God. So our livestock must go with us. Not one animal can be left behind. We'll need some of them for worshiping the Lord our God. We won't know which to use to worship the Lord until we get there. But the Lord made Pharaoh stubborn so that he wasn't willing to let them go. Pharaoh said to him, get him out of here. Make sure you never see my face again because the next time you see my face, you will die. Moses said, you've said it. I'll never see your face again. And again, that's Exodus chapter 10 verses 21 through 29. Now at this point in the text, uh, Moses had gone to Pharaoh nine times telling him to let his people, the Israelites go. And nine times, God hardened Pharaoh's heart and did not let those people go. That's a very familiar uh, passage of scripture. But this particular time, at this point, uh, at at this juncture in the text, uh, something very interesting uh, has happened here. Um, Pharaoh presents a situation of compromise. Compromise. I'm going to say that again, compromise with Moses. He presents a compromising situation to him, but Moses doesn't bite. Now, what am I talking about? What I'm talking about here is uh, here in the text, um, it it, it says uh, Pharaoh called to Moses and said, go worship the Lord. Only your flocks and herds need to stay behind. Even your children can go with you. But Moses said, you need to let us have sacrifices and entirely burnt offerings to present to the Lord, our God. So basically, Moses was letting Pharaoh know that what he presented, uh, even though he had the opportunity uh, to, to finally leave captivity after that ninth plague, uh, Moses could not bite on that opportunity because it wasn't following the Lord's command to the T. Moses knew because of the lifestyle that he lived uh, as far as being the Lord's mouthpiece to the Israelites and also um, and also the, the lifestyle that the entire uh, people, the entire uh, tribes of Israel lived in Uh, and and constantly offering up sacrifices unto the Lord to get back in right standing with him. Moses knew that he was going to have to have his livestock in order to be able to do what it was that he needed to do uh, at that time to stay close to the Lord. Because of course, at that time, they did not have the redemption uh, through uh, Christ Jesus. That had not happened uh, yet. Of course, this is way back in the Old Testament. So the only way that the people could really get close to God or really uh, have any kind of uh, re- redemption uh, through uh, to with God, even though it was kind of a hollow redemption at the time, was uh, through their sacrifices. And so Moses knew that even though Pharaoh was giving him uh, and the people an opportunity uh, to go free, it was an opportunity that came at a price, it was an opportunity that came uh, under some kind of compromise. And so Moses knew that that was going to be unacceptable. Uh, see we, we 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 have to understand that uh Moses at the time he knew in the back of his mind because God had promised him, even at the beginning of this ordeal, even before the very first plague, even before the very first time that Moses went before Pharaoh and asked him to let his people go, even before that happened, God had already promised Moses. You know what? I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to. I'm going to bring you out of this situation, and we see that. In Exodus chapter 6, verses 1 through 9, it says, The Lord replied to Moses, Now you will see what I'll do to Pharaoh. In fact, he'll be so eager to let them go that he'll drive them out of his his land by force. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as God Almighty, but I didn't reveal myself to them by name, the Lord. I also set up my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan where they lived as immigrants. I've also heard the cry of grief of the Israelites whom the Egyptians have turned into slaves and I've remembered my covenant. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. I'll bring you out from Egyptian forced labor. I'll rescue you from your slavery to them. I'll set you free with great power And with momentous events of justice, I'll take you as my people and I'll be your God. You will know that I, the Lord, am your God, who has freed you from Egyptian forced labor. I'll bring you into the land that I promised to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'll give it to you as your possession. I am the Lord. Moses told this to the Israelites. But they didn't listen to Moses because of their complete exhaustion and their hard labor. Again, that's Exodus uh, chapter 6, uh, 1 through 9. And again, this is before the plagues even started. So, what we see here, we see God talking to Moses and letting him know uh, that uh, th- this too shall pass. This ordeal is going to pass. You're, you're going to be free. I'm going to deliver you uh, from the Egyptians. But uh, th- there, there's one very important thing. Uh, that God says to Moses, uh, and, 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 and he, it was very important that he did not miss out on this very important thing. He says, the Lord replied to Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. In fact, he'll be so eager to let them go that he'll drive them out of his land by force. He'll be so eager to let them go that he'll drive them out of his land by force. That's a very important detail because if you go back uh, to the text, uh, if we fast forward again to chapter 10 uh, 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 of Exodus, where uh, Pharaoh is telling uh, Moses and, and, and telling the Israelites, you know what? Just go. Uh, go worship the Lord. Go leave. Only, you only need to leave your flocks and your herds. Now, the two things that, that, that need to be understood here one is the one that is the point that I already shared with you. Moses understood that uh, he needed to have his flocks and he needed to have his herds because he needed to keep himself in position to remain close uh, to the Lord. He 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 did not want to be in a compromising situation and he knew that giving up any part of uh, his possessions and, and, and giving away any part of what belonged to the people of Israel was going to be in a compromising situation, especially uh, something as, as important as uh, that which needed to be sacrificed unto the Lord. So that was a very important thing. The next important thing that we need to remember is, is that God told Moses exactly the way that he was going to deliver Moses and the people of Israel he told them exactly how it was going to happen now I don't know about you but there are very few things there are very few times in my life that God has told me exactly what is going to happen and God has told me exactly how he's going to make a way uh, for me and, and I bet there's some people who might be watching this right now who may be able to say, you know what? That has never happened to me before. God has never told me exactly what's going to happen. God has made some promises in my life. God has told me some things. God has spoken some things uh, uh, into my spirit. God has sent uh, the, the man of God or the woman of God to prophesy over my life to tell me some things, but those things have not come to pass yet. Uh, and, and I have no details about what's going on. I don't know when I'm going to be delivered. I don't know when uh, the provision is coming. I don't know when my ship is coming in. I don't know when the resolution to the issue is coming. I don't know when the promise is coming, but I know that at some point it's going to come. And it's, and it's at the level of our faith that we have to continue going, even though we don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. But God told Moses exactly what was going to happen told him exactly what was going to happen again before the very first plague he told him pharaoh will be so eager to let you all go that he will drive you out of the land by force he'll drive you out he'll drive you out okay and so that and so when moses and and, and 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 you know what I I don't even as I'm sitting here reflecting on this I don't even know if Moses thought about that word exactly I don't know if Moses remembered exactly how uh, God said it was gonna happen um or if it was just the fact that as the text just straight up says he's gonna deliver them uh, he that that. Uh, He needed to have the livestock and he needed to have uh, the the, the herds of cattle. And he needed to have uh, that which uh, was needed to uh, make sacrifices unto the Lord. I I don't know if Moses in the back of his mind, in addition to uh, needing to make sure that he could still offer sacrifices. I don't know that in the back of his mind, he still needed to. uh, He he still remembered uh, that the Lord said that Pharaoh was going to drive his people out. I don't know if you remembered that, but that's something that's uh, very important as we reflect on this text and we reflect on uh, the perseverance and the steadfastness of Moses as the leader of the Israelites uh, through uh, the plagues and through uh, this entire situation of Egyptian captivity. Now, what does this have to do with our lives? It, 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 it's, it's very simple. I believe that God has given you an instruction. Uh, God has given you a promise Uh, and and, and God has told you uh, to do some things. Uh, God doesn't always work in specifics. God doesn't always uh, tell you exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. He doesn't necessarily uh, tell you who is going to be the instrument of your blessing. He doesn't necessarily tell you where the provision is going to come from. But I do believe that God gives us very important step-by-step instructions when we need them. As far as go to the left, go to the right, go straight, go to the left, go to the right, go straight, go right, go straight, go left, go straight, go backwards a little bit and then go straight again. You know, God will work with you. On a step-by-step basis, sometimes like that, because I know he's worked like that with me. He's spoken to me like that. He, 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 a lot of times he won't even give me the overall picture, or he'll allow the overall picture to be hazy in my mind. Because what I need to be focused on, I need to be focused on step by step by step. Because hearing step by step by step and not really having the greatest idea of the overall picture, it it, it forces me to be more dependent upon him. Uh, for 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 everything. So what am I getting at here? God has given you some uh, some some important instructions, but or um, uh, he, he he told you some things. He might not have been specific in some areas, but he has been specific in other areas. Uh, he, he 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 might have told you, okay, you know what? I'm gonna bless you, but I'm not gonna bless you like this. So so we have to be. Uh, ever so careful in our walk with God to be able to recognize when the blessing is God or if it's not. We have to be really careful to know when that blessing is truly coming from the Lord or if it is coming uh, from an imposter, the enemy, Satan. Because Satan will try to bless us to send us an or. Uh, put us in a situation where we're not totally following God to the letter to get us off, uh, get us off key, off kilter, off the path. God can, uh, God can bless us. And uh, when he blesses us, God will bless us. And when he blesses us, that way is going to be straight. That that there's, there's nothing that's going to be, uh, there's nothing that's going to be in question when God blesses us. But when Satan tries to bless us or when people who are not instruments of God uh, try to bless us, well, it might come at a cost. There, there might be some kind of compromise involved. There might be some kind of detour involved. We, we might have to uh, do something that we didn't uh, envision ourselves doing or um, we, 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 we might not end up following God. Uh, To the T or that which God has told us uh, the details in this particular situation where um, the instruments that are not of God are trying to bless us uh, come up. Those particular circumstances don't line up with the details that God has given us. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought that um, your ship was finally coming in where you thought that you were finally getting blessed by God and then you looked at it and it, it didn't it didn't line up with what God had said it didn't line up with what God was doing in your life and you had to sit there and question, hey, is this really God? Is this really God? You know, um I I have been waiting on this provision and you know, this job, this full-time job that I've been looking for is finally coming through. But it but it, you know it's not God. And it's not even the job that's sinful or anything like that. It's it's not that it's, a, it's an unholy profession or anything like that. But you just know that the, the, the circumstances surrounding that job are such that they make you uncomfortable. It's they're such that you, you, you just know that you're not in a place uh, to, to be able to accept that and be able to move forward with your life in a way where you know that God uh, is still with you. And, you know, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, and you're confident that you're going in the way of the Lord. I know I've been in that situation a, a, a few times, and i have actually messed up a few times. Uh, I, I can remember uh, when I was a freshman, yes, I was a, I was in my, um, my second semester of my freshman year at Morehouse College, and I can remember um, like it was yesterday, God gave me a word. Um, I was on my way. I, I, I was on my way to to, to to my cousins, who was uh who was living uh, in town. I was on I was on my way um, with her to my grandmother's house for the weekend, and I could just remember God dropped a nugget in my spirit, and He told me something very specific. It didn't have anything to do with anything at the time, but He dropped it in my spirit. And years later, <laughs> uh, the, the circumstances uh, surrounding that which He told me. They, they looked different and they looked like, uh, it, 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 it looked, it looked so much different that I, I had to wonder, you know, I knew that God was going to bless me in this area, but it looked so much different than what God had said. And I had to question whether or not it was really God who was blessing in this situation. And, uh, unfortunately I ended up moving forward, uh, in that unfortunate situation and, um, it, it, it caused me a couple of years of heartache because of that one decision that I made. And if I had just listened to the Lord originally uh, back in 2001, then what would have happened from 2004 through, through uh, 2006 and 2007? None of that would have ever happened. But that's because I didn't listen and, and, to, and take heed to exactly what God said. And so I'll leave you with this. No compromises. No compromises. If you didn't understand anything else that I said, I just want you to hear this. No compromises. When the Lord says something, make sure that the events that happen in your life bring confirmation to that which he said. If you ever have to question whether or not this is God, Chances are, it's not God. And I'm not even trying to be deep right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, telling, you, I'm just telling you what the word said. Moses knew that God was going to bless him. The situation that came up was, it was a situation that was disguised as a blessing. But had Moses gone along with it, it would have been a trap. Because it didn't come in the package that God had already promised that it was going to come in. And God doesn't even work like that all the time. It's amazing. God doesn't work like that all the time. God privileged Moses to be able to tell him, look, this is, it's going to happen like this. And he gave him that message because it was going to be crucial that Moses heeded that message. And that when a situation occurred that didn't look anything like that, for whatever reason, Moses knew that he was going to have to decline that. And what happened? Moses and the Israelites had to stay in captivity a little while longer, a little while for, for one more plague. But of course, the plagues didn't affect the Israelites. But still, they had to stay in captivity a little while longer. But what happened? God ended up blessing them. God ended up blessing Moses and the Israelites. Delivered them from that situation. Did exactly what he said he was going to do. The way he said he was going to do it. And so, I just leave you with that. No compromises. We're um, in a situation where we're getting ready to be blessed. And I'm not talking about money, I'm not talking about any material, anything right now. We're in a situation where we're getting ready to be blessed because it's time for uh, the kingdom to rise back up. We who are in the kingdom, it's time for us to take our rightful place and rise back up and take our authority and and, and, and let our authority be made known in the land. And when I say that it's time for the kingdom to rise back up, I'm not saying anything politically. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything like that. I, I, I'm not saying anything as far as who I think the president should be or who I think um, uh, should should win gubernatorial races or or or, or um, house or, or, or senator races or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not saying anything like that. But what I am saying is that. It's time for us, we who are in the kingdom, it's time for us to uh, step back up and take our rightful place. And God is getting ready to bless us. And God is getting ready to send a provision so that we can make those things happen. And if we don't uh, if we don't heed God, and if we don't follow him exactly the way he wants us to follow him, then we're going to miss out on the supernatural flavor. We're going to miss out on the supernatural flavor. Favor, not flavor, but favor. We're going to miss out on the supernatural favor. We're going to miss out on that which God has for us. And we're going to miss out on our opportunity to uh, really do what the Lord has called us to do. And do it in a big way. And do it in such a way where it's going to set our families up. And set our our our, 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 our futures up for a really long time. And so... I pray that encourages you and I pray that when you find yourself in a situation that looks just like these passages of the scripture that I shared with you from Exodus, that you'll know exactly what to do and that um, not because of me but because of the, the spirit of God spoke through, through the camera on this phone to where you are right now So that you can follow the Lord. Do exactly what he's called you to do. And reap the blessings of the Lord. And turn around and be able to bless others with those same blessings. God bless you. No compromises. No compromises. None. Follow the Lord to the T. God bless you. Okay, so I'm getting ready to repost something uh, for the benefit of my listeners here on Anchor. Uh, You're getting ready to hear a clip uh, from iSocial fans, uh, Brian Fanzo, uh, one of my favorite guys on the internet, man. He just keeps it real all the time. Uh, Love the message of being yourself that he uh, brings uh, to the uh, internet marketing space. and. Uh, the clip that I'm getting ready to play for you is going to be um, an illustration of exactly what the uh, Throwback Thursday message uh, was about today. So take a listen. Okay, so again, those of you who listen to me uh, on Anchor, you just heard a clip from um, Brian Fanzo, I social fans uh, all over the web. And uh, like I said, he's one of my favorite people and I just love his message. And, um, and, and so, so you heard it and you heard the passion uh, that he's speaking with and, and, and you heard about you know, decisions that he had to make because of what his values are. Now, for the benefit of uh, my podcast listeners who are uh, listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn or Stitcher Radio, Uh, What you uh, what you did not hear is um, the clip was uh, uh, Brian Fanzo was talking about uh, basically the the importance of uh, everything that he everything that he talks about uh, goes back to the message that he's been preaching all year long, talking about being yourself and uh, true authenticity. Now, in this particular uh, in, in this particular clip, it was a clip from. Uh, podcast episode that he did um, several months ago uh, for his podcast called um, FOMO Fans um, which uh, I believe he's been doing since uh, since the end of 2016 and uh, it was episode 17 uh, of the podcast and um, he 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 uh, put the podcast in its entirety um, on Anchor today for I guess for uh, Throwback Thursday but um but he was, um, the, 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 clip that I, that I reposted, uh, in it was, uh, where he was talking about the decision he had to make to pass on an opportunity to, uh, do some influencer marketing for a brand. Um, and it was a six figure opportunity, uh, that he passed on because, uh, it did not align with, uh, his values, um. And uh it, it wasn't in lockstep exactly uh, with his brand. and so he uh, he had the, uh, the, the the mental and uh, intestinal fortitude to uh, turn that opportunity down. and it wasn't an easy decision because uh, he he has uh, three daughters, and uh, he's uh, definitely concerned about uh, taking care of them and uh, and he he stated himself he's not at the point. Uh, in his business yet where he can <laughs> just uh you know pass on a whole bunch of six figure uh, opportunities and and he was talking about the fact that you know he knew what he had to do but it it, it literally made him sick to his stomach and and uh you know it, it, it literally made him uh, almost ill to uh, have to pass on uh, uh, that much money to uh, do something that he could have easily done, and something that he was approached with, not something that you know he went out and tried to inquire about this opportunity. No, he didn't go out and uh, was you know tap dancing and, and and you know trying to get somebody to notice him and, and get an opportunity. No, that opportunity came to him because he's been recognized as an influencer. Um, you know in our space in uh, internet marketing space and for him to turn that opportunity down uh, I, I know it was difficult but uh, it, it was just an illustration of you know how when you protect your brand and uh, you know, when, when you protect your brand what you're doing is um, you know not only are you protecting your uh, reputation not only are you guarding with your life your uh, authenticity and your integrity but what you're also doing is uh, you, you're protecting the people who listen to you you're protecting your fans and you know uh if you have your brand dialed in and and you know exactly who you are and what you're bringing to the marketplace then you know how you are speaking to your fans and you know what your your, your fans and your listeners your patron your, your patrons you know exactly um How they want to hear from you and why they want to hear from you from you in the first place and in in doing so when you know that uh, when you don't take opportunities that don't allow that don't align with your brand, then you are. Protecting the people who listen to you, you're thinking about them because you're, you're doing something that you're, you're not doing something that is not going to align with uh, them and why they um, patronize you in the first place. And so this is just the best example I could possibly use today in such great timing when uh, the message that I was talking about was no compromising. This is a great example of that. Thank you for joining me today on The Journey I pray that I have said something today or at least made you think about something that has added some light to your day and value to your life. Until next time, keep it moving and God bless.